Well, hey, everybody, welcome to the Up and to the Right podcast. Uh, I have the special honor of hosting today. Um, for those of you guys who don't know me, my name is Samson. I have the wonderful privilege of being the location pastor here in our Oklahoma City location. Uh, and we have a very special guest with me today. Uh, it's none other than Pastor Christian, uh, who is over all of our student ministry across all locations. Yep. Uh, Pastor Christian, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation with you and everyone watching. Absolutely. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about community. Uh, you know, as we're starting off the new year, uh, I think, you know, a lot of us are kind of at that point where there's some level of like, you know, self-evaluation. Mm-hmm. You're looking at, you know, how you can make improvements and changes in life. And who you're around is a big part of that. Plays a huge role. Yeah. yeah. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to find the right kind of community and be a part of that in your life. Um, and I think that's an incredible value conversation for yeah. all, like every single person to have, but especially as a believer to have. Yeah. Uh, but Christian, you have a unique story. So before mm-hmm. we get into that, you have a unique story of uh, being a young person kind of plucked out of your community and then everything I all knew. the way. Yeah. Everything I knew. And then shipped yeah. all the way to a new country. Uh, well, same country, but a yeah. new state, yeah. uh, Oklahoma city, uh, different context. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little about your story. Yeah. So I moved to, from Puerto Rico when I was 16 years old. And like you said, I was everything I knew, everything changed in a matter of weeks. Yeah. We here in Oklahoma city, I, I, I didn't know that Oklahoma city was actually I'm the Oklahoma was a state. I thought it was a city of Texas. <laughs> so, you know, I grew up in Texas and I thought that for a long time. Too. <laughs> so I, I I moved here and all my friends are gone. And then I'm in a different country that people speak a different language. And it was very, very, very difficult because even that I wanted community, I couldn't really communicate with yeah. them. And uh, and, and community, I believe, it's it's one of the most important things in life. It's one of the most important things as a believer, but it's it's one of the mo- most important things that we need in our life because it really shapes who we are. Yeah. Uh, for me, when I moved, I was going to high school here, and there were a few friends from the soccer team that pretty much like they couldn't speak much Spanish, but the little that they learned in Spanish class, they were practicing with me, and it was really. It was, it, it, they were divine friends. Like God really sent them to rescue me. That's awesome. Uh, but they were the right kind of friends. And I think community is important, but the right kind of community, I believe, is the most important thing. Uh, I had Ibsen Crespo and Dylan Bird. Yeah. And they, I mean, they, t- they picked me up, took me to church. And that's one of the best, a total, uh, denomination than the one that I was going, that I grew up with. Yeah. But those friends, kept me on the right path, yeah. you know, the right kind of friends that, um, and it, and it was really cool just because what they did to me, now I want to do with other people. And I think mm. that's what community does. Community yeah. impacts our lives so much that what was done to me, I want to just pass and do to somebody else. And that's why I'm so passionate about community, not only community, but creating the right kind of community too for the people that we're around. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as we kind of talk about that, um, uh, you know, I think it's important for all of us to look at community and evaluate the kind of community yes. that we've built around yep. us because we are a kind of like a, we're a result of that community, yep. right? We exist in a system and whatever your life looks like is a direct 
result of the system you grew up in, yeah. right? And so for you as now a student pastor, uh, living uh, the, a life led by God and following mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, that is directly impacted by the fact that you had those friends yes. at such a young age, yes. you know, kind of come around you and care for you and kind of help direct you. Yeah. I know you come from a godly home, mm-hmm. but kind of direct you continually into that. Yes. Yeah. Now, I, one of the things, you know, the Bible says the bad company corrupts good character. Mm-hmm. The people that we have around us really determine where we go in life because yeah. is that the people that are around us are influencing our decision or influencing our lives. That's why we have to be intentional to of who am I letting speak in life into my life? Uh, I don't let somebody that doesn't have the same values and views of life to speak life into my life. Now, it's not that I don't listen to them, but having the right kind of community can set you up for success in life. Um, and I tell students often, I, I, that verse, I preach it a million times here at North <laughs> Student. But I, I also said, just make sure that you're the good kind of friend Ooh. to people. Because yeah. one thing is just surrounding myself with the right kind of community, but are you the right kind of community for people? Ooh. That's something that we need to think through uh, because we normally we can be selfish as people and we just want, 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 but am I being, am I building people's character with how I live my life and how I want to influence people? It's very important too. Oh yeah. You know, when I was a young person, um, I remember I sat down with a, with a gentleman who was, you know, 10, 15 years older than me. He was, um, you know, way ahead of me in life and ministry. Uh, I, he was actually kind of, uh, he's kind of a, a big name. I don't say his name, but he's kind of a big name uh, in the church world. And I was at very, like 21 years old, I got a chance to just sit down with him. It's a very candid conversation and just wanted to kind of know like what brought about so much success in ministry and life that he had. Um, and I was more looking at like technical things, like, <laughs> you know, what I can do. Yeah. yeah. What can I do? Like, you know, is there books that you no. recommend, whatever. And he gave me this thought, uh, and, and I'm sure he got it from somewhere, but he gave me this thought and it just stuck with me forever. And I know it's in some books somewhere, but he said, you are the average of the mm-hmm. five people you spend the most amount of time yeah. with. And he says, so whoever you hang out with, you're mm-hmm. financially the average of that, spiritually, the average mm-hmm. of that, physically, the average of that. And it made me really think, I'm like, hey, who are the five people? Yeah, like, yeah. like wh- am I bringing up the average when I'm in the room with them? Yeah. Or am I bringing down the average yeah. when I'm in the room with them? And, it, you know, it helps me even now as as a, you know, now 30-something with mm-hmm. wife and kids to say, okay, who are the even the couples or the families that I'm inviting mm-hmm. into my close circle? Yeah. Because it matters. Because either I'm finding people that I'm aspiring to be like mm-hmm. or hopefully helping people that... Yeah. You know, I'm trying to help them move up. One of the things I tell uh, young leaders, it's that um, who are the people that you want to model after? Because you, we have to f- seek them out. And one of the things I say, who is living uh, a relationship with God that you want to have? Like, well, yeah. get close to that person. Yeah. Who is having a good family household? Well, get close to that the, to the that couple. Who are the people that are raising kids how you want to raise kids, but get close to them? Yeah. Because I think it, it 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 it's up to us also to be and plug ourselves into the right kind of community. Yeah. I have great friends that I go hang out, we do great things, but they are not telling me how to financially live my life. Yeah. I'm coming to you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just they can live their life how they want to financially. I'm yeah. going to the pro. Yeah. So I, I I try to do that in my life. In every area of my life, okay, when it comes to uh, 
my physical health. Well, I'm going to the guy that is actually working out. Yeah. So, because it would be crazy of me to go to somebody that is living a lifestyle that I don't want to follow and ask them for advice. Hey, what do you think I should do here? It is important. And especially one of the things that I do with students, I try to create that appetite of, I want more of that in my life. Mm. I always say, you know, when it comes to the word of God, how do I create an appetite for students for them to desire more of the word of God? Well, I got to preach the word of God really exciting for them because yeah. otherwise it's not going to be something exciting for them. Yeah. So uh, and when we're looking for community, who are the people that we want close to us? But everybody, at the end of the day, it's up to me to go and put myself out there and ask them, hey, would you mentor me? Would you meet with me? Would you go to coffee with me? Because you never know, like, those meetings, yeah, this person might not mentor you forever, but maybe that one coffee that you had with them can li can literally change your, your life forever. Yeah. So, but we have to be willing to put ourselves out there. So, wow, wow. Yeah. So how do you, you talked about you want the students to have an appetite mm -hmm. for that godly community. How do you develop an appetite for godly community? Because, like, if I, let's say I'm coming from a background yeah. where that's not what I'm used to, yeah. right? I'm used to, you know, people who are around me that are self-destructive or yeah. toxic or, mm -hmm. you know, they're constantly gossiping yeah. or they're, you know, down on themselves, whatever that looks like. Um, and I'm trying to get out of that. How do mm -hmm. I develop an appetite yeah. for godly community? You know, I think that through conversation, I think asking people uh, about, if it comes, let's talk about the household. Uh, this is something that I'm really paying attention because I'm going to start a family sometime soon. And I'm like, okay. This year. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> so Naming and claiming right here. <laughs> so um, I'm going to people that are parenting, you know, in a godly way and yeah. how I want to model that. Like we have to, when I'm talking to someone on how to develop an appetite for something, it's like, okay. If you could have it the perfect way, how would you how would you have it? Yeah. If you want your relationship with God to be strong, what did you need to do? Yeah. Normally just asking questions because you have to reflect into those things. Like, you know what? Sam said, I would like to be in great shape right now, but I'm not going to the gym. It's <laughs> never gonna happen. You right. know? So one of the things that I try to do is just like through conversation, it's like, okay, wh what do you want? Okay, that's what you want. Okay, what are you going to do now about it? Yeah. Who is in your circles that can give you a tip or two and start practicing practicing that? Now, when it comes to community and how to have good community, they have been good friends that I had to walk away from because they were not helping me become who God created me to be. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't check on them. That doesn't mean that we don't hang out, but it's not the people that I'm spending most of my time with. So there is a decision that you have to make in order to de to develop an appetite like that yeah. uh, because it just, it so otherwise it's just wishful thinking. Mm. You know, I can think about it, but if I don't do anything about it. So that's why it's important. Like what kind of community you want to be around? What mm. are the kind of friends? I tell my leaders all the time, who's your ideal person for this? Yeah. Like if, if we're recruiting, talk about, about recruitment for leaders. What's your ideal leader? What's yeah. their age group? Are they single? Are they married? Do they have kids? Because those things help me think through it. So when I'm looking at relationships and community, I'm, I need to be right now, me and my wife, we are in a small group where it's young couples that have been married for three to five years with no kids yet. We're in the same journey together. Now, I do have friends that have a one-year-old because I'm learning from them, but I'm living life with the people that I'm in the same stage, but still meeting with people that are ahead of me a little bit. So yeah, 
just that awareness, I think it's important. Yeah. I think what you just talked about there is so important because sometimes we can, you know, when we're we're comfortable sometimes in this the life stage that we're in, mm-hmm. that we can kind of kind of entrench ourselves into that. Uh, when you're saying, hey, not only do I go to a small group that's kind of similar life stage to where I'm at, but I'm also like, you know, getting to know and developing a relationship with people mm-hmm. that are kind of one or two life stages ahead of me mm-hmm. so that, you know, I'm developing that appetite for the future, yeah. what that could look like for me and my yeah. wife. I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I would want to stay where I'm at, yeah. which we have had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, I don't have kids. I can come and go whenever I want. But, yeah. you know, life is more than just Christian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That if that we just end the podcast right there, that would be the note to take away. Life is more than Christian. Right? Uh, so we talk about community here at North Church a lot, mm-hmm. and you know we have some great resources and uh, some avenues for people to find community. Um, what are some of those things? You know, mm-hmm. as a student pastor, you can talk about whatever some of those things. Just as a pastor, you would encourage people yeah. to look at. Yeah, you know, I think it comes with our standard uh, yeah. here at Nortures that we refuse to leave life alone. And that is just not something that we say. It's something that we literally have developed system. We have many, many resources for people not to do that. I, I, I'm a student pastor, so most of my, my my life is around teenagers. You know, I was doing a, I was, I, I was reading uh, several months ago a research that it was made about teenagers in the United States. And it said that four out of five teenagers uh, experience feelings of loneliness, that two out of three have feelings of depression. Um, because of uh, we live in the, in the digital era, yeah. and it's easier to have relationships through a screen than actually in person. And, but that is creating some anxiety in students. And uh, so one of the things that I tell students often is like you have we have small groups here we make it easy for them on wednesday nights but at the end of the day it's up to them whether they participate or not we have students that talk we have students that don't want to you know one of the things like we always try to ask people questions to talk uh especially students because we know that they feel lonely and maybe what it takes is for me to say hey how you doing how was your day (laughs) you know I i tell our leaders all the time that the main goal of our small groups it's community yeah discipleship will flow out of that but if i don't have a relationship with you it's impossible for me to disciple you mm. so it is important for us and that's what we do here uh, at north Church. we have different north groups we yeah. have we have a north group for everybody yeah. like if you look through that list <laughs> there is a, a group uh, for you we can create the groups. Mm-hmm. We can have a great group, but if you don't make a decision to go and invest, uh, you will never see the fruit of what community could do in your life. Yeah, you know, and I believe that community, for example, for students, it can help with their anxiety. Yeah, community can help with the, those feelings of loneliness. You know, because they can find people in the same stage of life, dealing with the same things, and are able to openly share these things and grow spiritually because yeah. the goal is to be who God created us to be. So yeah. through that relationship, through those conversations, we can become that, but it has to be a safe place. So um, there are many groups and I, I want to encourage people, if you're not in a group, make sure you find a group. Yeah. It, it will change your life. Me and my wife were talking about this yesterday. Many things here in our life will change but small group will never change. Yeah. Like it, 
when we have kids, but we'll do small group with our kids. Yeah. But there are things that are important and we're not going to compromise because that only, it doesn't only help me to grow spiritually, but it helps me as a person too. Yeah. I learn from other uh, husbands what to do in situations where I need help. Yeah. So um, g- groups help you in more in, in more ways than we can think, honestly. And it just, but we have to do it. We have to be willing to commit. Yeah. What I tell students, we tell we tell our leaders every every time, like, hey, if a student don't want to talk, don't force them, but always offer the opportunity for them to talk. But we we do everything that we can. But at the end of the day, it's up to the student. At yeah. the end of the day, it's up to the person. Am I going to join a group? I think that the 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 biggest um, obstacle that we think. It's, it's time. Well, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I don't have time for to go to a group. I don't have time. You have time for the things that matter for you in your life, you yeah. know? And like for me in my house, church is a priority. Groups, it's a priority. We're going to do what, it doesn't matter how tired we are. We're going to go, yeah. you know, the next day might be a little rough because we stay up too late. I mean, we stay, our group's supposed to end like at 8.30. We normally <laughs> leave there like at 10 <laughs> because it's so fun. You know, yeah. so we love having, uh, doing uh, life with them. Uh, but it's important for me to make the commitment to do it and yeah. actually follow through. You know, I always, I always tell this to people. It's like, just try it. Try it for a few months. If it doesn't work, you don't have to come back. That's right. We'll give you your money back. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I, t- I, tell, I tell students when they say, well, I just don't know anybody. Yeah. I tell them, hey, come one time. If you don't like it, you don't have to come back. Because I know they're going to like it. Yeah. I know they're going to connect. So it's like, I tell parents, bring them one time. If you yeah. don't like it, you don't have to come back. Yeah. I know that you're going to like it. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you know, I think one thing I would love to address, too, is uh, this is actually really funny. So the other day, Hope was uh, found a show that she watched when she was a kid. It was like on Disney Plus or whatever. So she wants to show it to Charlie. It's called The Brave Little Toaster. And apparently they had like an episode or a movie where it featured like the Internet. And The Brave Little Toaster came out like in the 90s. (laughs) So it was like right at the inception of the Internet. And it's all these little like computers and printers and whatever. They're all singing and dancing because it's a cartoon. <laughs> and they're singing about how great the internet's gonna be because once we have the internet, it means we'll, you know, we'll never be disconnected yeah. and we'll always have a friend. That I think that the whole song was like, well, because of the internet, we'll have a friend. Yeah. And then we're looking at this and we're like, man, what a great failure the internet was. <laughs> <laughs> That did not pan out, right? Because yeah. I, I think some of us, we stopped short of mm-hmm. building community in today's world in a post-COVID yeah. 2022 world uh, because we're like, you know, we got we got church online and you're the church online pastor, yeah. right? You, We believe in church online. Uh, 100%, yeah. Uh, but we also know that that's, if, you, if that's it, you're stopping yourself short mm-hmm. of experiencing true godly community yeah. mm-hmm. like you have to be in church yeah. right in, in in the sense of being around the church mm-hmm. right being around godly people that are building you up uh, and for those students for people that are looking at what does life look like for me for believers like you have to entrench mm-hmm. yourself in those relations otherwise you won't get to grow yeah. as a believer yeah. i'll say just that for like for example the internet it's a great tool but it's never meant to replace you know, church or community or relationship. Yeah. It's a great tool for me to communicate with my family in Puerto Rico. Yeah. But I also have to go visit them. I also have to see them, you know, and it's, it's a great, it's a great tool. And I feel like a lot of times we think, oh, well, we have church online. We have these things. 
It's, it is convenient and it's great. And we're, we believe in it 100%, but don't ever substitute that for the, what can happen in community. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I just, I, I'm a huge believer of community. Yeah. I, I, I believe that every Wednesday night, we say the goal of tonight, it's community. Yeah. Like if they don't want to talk about Jesus, it's okay. Yeah. Because our relationship, they w- it will lead to those conversations. So yeah, community is it, it's key in our life. Community will make us stronger. Will, will make our faith uh, stronger as well. Talking to my wife about the North Bible reading plan, yeah. and I told her, "Man, I'm going through this, but I feel like I need somebody to talk about it. Yeah. I I want somebody to like uh, just kind of like tell what I'm learning in, in in my relationship with God right now. It yeah. is important, you know. Sometimes community is not. You have to be around 20 people. It could be three. It could be two. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, kind of as we end this time, yeah. uh, what I would want you to do is maybe just speak to somebody out there yeah. that's just kind of like, you know, I, I'm I'm not sure what this looks. I'm yeah. not sure what community looks like, and I'm not sure if I'm mm. ready to to get into it yeah. uh, or I'm ready to invest in it. Maybe mm-hmm. I got burned in the past. Yeah. Um, what do, what would you say to that person yeah. about? getting con- committed to godly community yeah. whether at north church if they go to north church mm-hmm. or if they're some other city yeah. or some other place and they're looking at the, a mm-hmm. church there what does that look like for them and you know, what would you say to them uh, what i would say is like if you have been burnt by relationships and i think that's the biggest sometimes obstacle for us to be back in community or if you go through a bad breakup you say well i don't want to be in a relationship ever, ever again a lot of the times our thoughts can really damage us and it can damage what could happen in our lives. So if you've been, if you've been hurt by a small group, by our church, uh, don't let that be the reason why you don't jump in into community, jump in into, into, uh, groups because I mean, I want to tell you, I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for those friends that picked me up and took me to church and walk with me. I just read scripture of one of them, uh, his wedding. He wanted me to be back and just, I haven't seen him in years. He says, would you come and read scripture? Because of what they did for me in that moment, it changed my life forever. I was only 16, 17 years old, but today you are hearing this story because of what they did. That's what community can do in your life. Community can really change. I wanted to go back to Puerto Rico. I remember calling my dad saying, dad, buy me a ticket. I don't want to be here. And if it wasn't for those group of friends that I had in that moment, I mean, probably North students wouldn't be where it's at today. And that is what what, what community can do in your life. So I want to encourage you, be part of a community. Make sure that that's in the top of your list uh, because I believe it, it will change your life. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Well, I hope that you take this conversation to heart and you're looking at what does being a part of a community look like in my life. And you are intentional mm-hmm. uh, with this year of making that a goal and yeah. priority in your life. I just want to thank you, Pastor Christian, for thank joining you. us. Thank you guys for joining us uh, for another great podcast uh, up and to the right.